What up, what up, what up is Hope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show, The Winner's Circle. And so I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, uh, which is a local 16-year-old entrepreneur. And so I encourage everybody to support your local brand. And I'll put the link below. And so tonight we have a special guest. We have a legend. And so I'm excited to hear his journey, his creations. And uh, man, we're getting ready to get into it. So how you feeling tonight, good brother? Feel great, good brother. I appreciate you having me on. Man, it's, it's only right, right? It's, you know, I've found that we need to share the experiences of our journey because a lot of times people see where you are now and they don't know the full story, mm. you know? Yes, sir. And a lot of times we see the moves, but we don't understand the mindset. So before we get into the journey, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from um, and what you're involved in, and then we're getting ready to take it all the way back to day one. Okay, well, I'm Chef Ralph. I'm from West Baltimore. I grew up in between the Park Heights area and Emerson Village, raised by both grandmothers in each area. You know, um, went to all Baltimore public schools, put out of many, you know, alternative schools and so well bid. But, you know, um, yeah, I grew up in West Baltimore, basically. I lived all over, all over Baltimore, though. You know, I had um, my mom's. She moved quite, quite a few times in my life, you know, so I, we bounced all around. That's how I got to know like so many people in the city. So now take us back, right? Because now you're a chef, beautiful creations. And we can make sure people see those creations, but let's talk about the beginning days you know, your inspiration, your ups and downs. Talk about the beginning days. The beginning days of me cooking, I always tell a story about when I was six years old, right? And uh, my, my sister had to be about one. And I remember my mother making, um, for breakfast, she would make pancakes all the time, right? And I remember this one particular time, she made some French toast, right? And um, I thought it was the best thing I ever taste, right? And um, so this day in particular, one of the first times that I cooked, six years old, uh, my mother's taking a little too long to feed us. My sister in a high chair crying, right? So I try to put something together. So I mimic what I remember her doing, which was putting some eggs. I remember a green bowl, a whole ton of sugar, probably too much cinnamon, you know, whipped it all up, um, stuck the bread in it, popped it in the toaster, and that was my first time making French toast. You know what I mean? I remember being very soggy, but it was pretty good because I was hungry. You know what I mean? Six years old. So um, that's the beginning of me cooking, but I, I've always had a love to do it, you know? Mm, mm, mm. So the love, right? So being that young, when did you kind of transition and take it serious? Did you kind of start cooking for others? Or how did that whole transaction take place? So in my grandmother's house, 
you know, it was like um, she would cook once a week. Normally that would be on Sundays, right? And, um, you know, she taught us young and she would give us recipes, well, me anyway, she would give me recipes because even back then when she would cook, I would stay up under, you know what I mean? Just to hear, you know, how you make this. And I thought she was just the best cook out of my grandma, right? Hands yeah. down, she, she is, you know? But um, I stayed up under her, you know, listening to all these recipes and learning and trying to mimic what she would do, right? And, um, you know, once again, just making stuff over and over again, every day after school, you know, I used to make pancakes, like breakfast, you know, a kid, sir, it's like our favorite, something sweet, hot, yeah. you know, and um, I did it so much that I just, you know, remembered these recipes and um, over the years growing up, like, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff, and, um, you know, that was like a special day, you know what I mean? Because that's when she gonna bust out all the desserts, you know, the whole spread, you know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> I would always, you know, stick right up under her trying to figure out, you know, these things that she's making, you know? And it's funny because my grandmother in Emerson Village, you know, she's, um, she took care of like a lot of foster children, right? And she would never let nobody go in this kitchen. You know, you wasn't washing dishes. You wasn't going in there cooking anything. I don't, if, even if you did, you just could not cook. It was only her and my grandfather. Wow. But at 10 years old, they would let me cook breakfast for the house. Wow. You know, and um, I took pride in doing it, you know. And I just, I always liked it and enjoyed it, you know. But it took some time in my life going through so many different things for me to get to where I'm at today, where I said, you know what? It's time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that transition when it was time, was it a delay from that, that young period up until now that you, you took a break from cooking or were you always Chef Rel? No, definitely wasn't always Chef Rel, but always cooking. You know what I mean? You know, I have I have three sons. You know what I mean? So, you know, I used to just love making them whatever they like. And each one would want something different. You know what I mean? So I would put these things together for them. You know, I would cut my son pancakes. He probably don't like hearing this. Up until he was 13 years old, I would make that boy breakfast, cut his little pancakes. You know what I mean? But the enjoyment of just me making them something to eat you know, felt good to me. And I just love it, you know, and I love that, you know, they really enjoy me making them something, you know what I mean? And, and my family as well, you know, so I've been cooking forever, you know, but, um, you know, it was a time in my life, actually multiple times, you know, I spent some time in prison, right? And each, each um, one of these stints of me going away, I will always get the sunny sun and read like, uh, used to be like some articles in there with like recipes and stuff. And I would take the clippings out, you know, when I could find a cookbook, you know, I would read the cookbooks, you know what I mean? And um, in 2003, I left in 98, I came home in 2003 and I enrolled into the Baltimore National Culinary School. I couldn't believe, I just, I'm walking up the street and I seen the school and I just went in there, talked to financial aid, didn't know what I was getting myself into and was enrolled. I couldn't believe, like, I'm in college. 
You know what I mean? He talking about, I stopped going to school in the seventh grade. You know wow. what I mean? I got my, my GED in prison, you know, in 2000, you know, so I just couldn't believe that I was like in college. You know what I mean? Around a lot of smart people and just learning the craft. You know what I mean? And that's what like really like elevated my skill. You know, I'm around, you know, top chefs and um, they took a liking to me, you know, so. Now, when you were, talk about those clippings, taking those clippings out. What did that do for you? Was that like inspiration? Like, cause you still had that vision burning inside of you. Talk about Absolutely. why. So, you know, I would, I would, I would cut these clippings out and read them over and over again. And just, you know, in there, you try to take your mind out of there, however you can. For me, it was cookbooks, cooking magazines, you know, whatever I can read, you know? And um, that was like um, a good time for me to try to escape, you know, what I'm surrounded by, you know, cause it was just a madhouse but I could sit back and read this stuff and just think about the day. You know, I, I would even write notes, like I'm gonna make this for such and such. You know, I would write my grandmother letters. I remember one time writing her like a whole menu and I called it, um, I think I, I said, grandma, we gonna call this Vivian's place. And I gave her like a whole spread of some things I wanted to make. You know, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. But you know, at that time in my life, you know, when he let me go and you free, I go left. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it only take a, a matter of time for I'm brought back to reality and he put me back behind them fences. You know, mm. so I'm stuck back in there, you know, doing the same stuff. This time I'm gonna do it, you know, trying to do it the right way, you yeah. know, and um, you know, things like that. Wow. So now to, to, to fast forward to that school story, right? So now you were literally just walking down the street mm -hmm. and you just went, I mean, were you just like, let me try something different or you just was trying to inquire about something, man? Cause that was random, wasn't it? It, it definitely was random. You know, I just walked up in there just to see what they were talking about, you know? And um, when I spoke to the lady in financial aid for brothers who don't know, they actually have grants you know, for, for, for convicted felons. You know, it's a lot of money out there for us to help us if you really want to utilize it, you know, and do something with it, you know. So they had actually, um, by me being a convicted felon and um, out of trouble for a certain amount of years, because uh, you had to be like free from any charges for like seven years. I was away for five, okay. whatever, home for two, whatever. So, you know, um, they gave me all this money you know, to wow. enter school, you know, so I got enrolled. I stayed for a little over a year. And I remember every day, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start doing dumb stuff. Yeah. And God's like, man, you got to stay this and that, bit, 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 right? And I remember one time um, I was going somewhere in particular and it was like, you know, I had my uniform on, right? Yeah. And the guy that I looked up to, he made me feel so small you know, for, you know, having the clothes on and this and that, right? And it kind of messed with me a little bit, you know, younger then, you know, shouldn't have mad it, you know, yeah. and uh, that was just a little piece of it. But, you know, of course, 
I would get so caught up in that street stuff, trying to get, you know, the fast results, you know, but I, I tell you, right, one thing I believe that helped save my life is the conscience that I had for my, my children, right? Because regardless of what, whatever I did, they will always be on my mind, you know, like leaving the house to do what I want to do and thinking I may not come back, you know, stuff like that. So like you said, we fast forward to now, you know, it's just, I just had a moment but I said enough is enough. You know what I mean? I just want to try something different. You know, I still have my life. I'm healthy, you know, been through some shit and I feel blessed to be here. And Baltimore has really supported me so much. Like I get so much positive energy. They really don't understand like how it keeps me going. And I say thank you so much because I'm so appreciative. You know what I mean? So it helps me, you know, so. Man, that's dope, man. So now you get into it, right? You're in school. You've been cooking for mostly all your life. But now you're around those top chefs, right? You're learning, you're learning. Did you go into like student mode? Did you go in thinking you knew everything? What was that new transition going into a set cooking uh, learning facility now? Definitely into student mode because I wanted to soak up as much as I could. You know, like I say, you know, I knew they knew way more than me, you know, and I was just intrigued by some of the things they would do because, you know, I'm just thinking cooking is just cooking, but it's the art and the science behind it. You know, you want to get into uh, water convection cooking, you know, um, sous being and things I knew nothing about. You know what I mean? All the cooking techniques, braising, roasting, searing, you know, so it was just, it was a lot to grasp. You know, I had a, I had a baking instructor her name was Chef Owens, and she took a liking to me. You know, we would do things in there, and I would tell her about my grandmother, of course, and she was kind of amazed of some of the stuff that I already knew. And I was taught by a woman who had no training in school, just doing it forever. You know, it was passed on from her mother. I have a rolling pin, right? I showed it once on Instagram. This rolling pin, my grandmother, 83. This rolling pen come from her mother, so it's well over 100 plus years old. You know what I mean? So it's a relic, you know what I mean? And I hold daily to these tools, right? And um, But in school, I definitely took a liking to the chefs and the things that they knew. And I just tried to learn as much as I can. It's a, it was a big regret leaving, you know what I mean? And that's why I wrote, enrolled just recently, well, uh, just about a year ago, I joined um, Lincoln Tech. It's not college, it's a trade school, right? But, you know, it's still, for me, something to learn, you know, much more to learn. You know what I mean? Just to tighten me up, you know? Uh, it was, I had a lot of pains about you don't need it, but I don't want to just be good. I want to be the best I can be at what I'm doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, man, that's how important, right? To the, to the people that look up to you, to the people that want to become chefs and just successful in anything, how important is it to just become a student and learn all you can? It's super important because, you know, you, you never want to think you know too much. There's always a lot more to learn. 
you know, and um, being a student, I, you know, it's, 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 it's a great thing to surround yourself with people that know way more than you and, you know, is willing to teach you for you to learn different things, you know, and like explore different parts of the world. You know, we, we, we're stuck here. A lot of us are stuck here and we just think Baltimore and, you know, the Merlin crab cake and fried chicken and, you know, you got people that don't have stoves, you know what I mean? And have to cook over, you know, what I call uncontrolled heat, which is one of my favorite things to do. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's, it's very important to be a student, um, take advantage of it if you had an opportunity to do so. And if you are interested in it, I believe you should just give it a shot. And I encourage anybody that whatever it is, whether it's cooking or brick masonry, whatever it may be, whatever it is that you can do to try to be better, you know, stick to it, put your all into it and, and just do that because it's just so much more to life than what we know if you come from where I come from. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it's so much more. For sure. And, and that's no doubt about it, man. And that's why I love that you on the show because you can give people an inside view that is more than what you think, man. It's a world out here that can, that needs you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Now, have you had the opportunity to mentor anyone? Any has anyone come to you and said, "Hey, kind of teach me the ropes," or 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 that, or, or people kind of standoffish when it comes to asking for help? Yeah, well, a, a few people have hit me up, you know, in the DM on Instagram and stuff. And um, man, it was a guy. I, I thought he was actually here in Baltimore. He's from Atlanta. You know, he's been following my page, and he's doing the same thing I'm doing. But um, he took a liking to my page and he asked me a lot of questions and I loved it because it's like anything that I can share, I'm willing to give up. You know, I've been told many times, like even when it comes to recipes, you shouldn't do this and that. Well, if we don't pass them on, you know, how can they be remembered? You know, if I hold on to this, you know, these ingredients, you know, how would they be remembered? You know, I think they should be shared, you know? So I'll give anybody any knowledge that I know because, you know, even uh, the business side of it, it's enough out here for all of us, you know, and you only want to get out of it what you put in it. So if you go super hard, you know, you will reap the benefits of that. Man, that's a great point you brought up, right? Because what you just spoke on was the abundant mind mentality, right? Because like you said, it's enough for us all. Were you all were you always that type of thinker or did you have to develop into that over time? I, I, you know, to my knowing, I, I've never been a selfish person. You know what I mean? Even when I was doing things I shouldn't have been, you know, I always had the best teams around me. You know, I had guys that stuck with me forever. This guy on the side of my head, Jamil Harrison, he was like a brother to me. You know, he was killed by the U.S. government. You know what I mean? And that's another story within itself, you know, but um, these guys stuck around me forever because I was always known to play fair. You know, I, I, I believed in giving people what they deserve. And if you needed something else, I'm gonna give it to you. You know, because I just wanted like, you know, where I come from and growing up the way I grew up, you know, I wanted all of us to win. Like I wanted all of us, I didn't want to just be the one looking nice. 
I wanted everybody to look nice. I didn't want to just be the, the one driving. I want all of us to drive. You know, oh. so you know, I, you know, I I shared everything I had. That's probably why things were so tough for me, just giving so much in times where I probably shouldn't have. You yeah. know, but I do believe in karma and what goes around comes around, and when you do good things, it comes back. You know, and I believe now it's, it's coming back to me. You know, absolutely, absolutely, man. Because, like you said, you have to be authentic to your true self. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So I, I love that you told that story, man. That was super deep. Now talk about the business side, right? Because a lot of people may have the skills, but it's different now dealing with people building a business. Talk about once you develop those skills, getting out of school, what's the business side of it? Like what was those early days developing your name as a chef? Grind. You know, um, you know the, the beginning stages of this was like really believing I can do it. You know, you know, someone said to me, it's a young lady that I speak highly of that helped me out a lot, believing that I can do it, you know, and, and push me like, come on, you know what I mean? Your fool is this and that. And I didn't know, you know, I come up in an era where we stay away from cameras and all the technology you know what I mean? We try to stay in the shadows, you know what I mean? We never did none of the stuff, you know, that's going on now that, uh, you know, a lot of guys get caught up in and stuff. So I knew nothing about Instagram. I never made a post. I didn't even know how to work it, you know, putting pictures up and all that old stuff. So, you know, once I started and um, first I was doing like, I would make like little videos and stuff and like just to showcase the skill. You know, and um, I would go to the market, spend my money, you know, buy the best stuff I can buy, cook it, show it, you know, and the response was great, you know, and then it came a time where people were sending me DMs like, man, are you selling this, you selling this, you selling this. And then I had to try to figure out how to do that, you know, because now I got to try to not mass produce this stuff, but, you know, put these things together. So it was definitely a, a huge learning process, a lot of trial and error. And now I kind of, I feel like I've basically worked out most of the kinks because I'm getting like really close to the business side. You know, like you had an interview with a gentleman that I, I admire a lot, Poppy Cuisine, you know, and I watched y'all interview and um, I listened to him and, you know, our stories are similar you know, starting out, you know, like just trying to build a brand. And he said something that was very important that I, you know, I took heed to, and that's like investing into yourself. You know, you have to spend money to make something, you know, you gotta buy better tools, you know, better ingredients, you know, and things like that. Man, you know what? I, it's, it's powerful that you said that, right? That you reference another interview because, man, this is so dear to me. And I just appreciate when people get gems from the show. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Absolutely. Because I, I just appreciate that, man. And so in those beginning days, how do you figure out, right? Because I've always wondered, 
when you start now, how do you develop those first couple editions? Do you kind of just start with one particular thing and just ride it home? Or do you try to just, because I'm sure you could get too much and then it may not work out as much. How, how does that work? It's funny that you ask, brother. I tell you, <laughs> when I first started, man, and I was cooking all kinds of stuff trying to make these menus. And that was super complicated because I was trying to just cater to everybody. You know what I mean? Like you may want a said salmon. You, you may want a stuff. And this person want lamb chops. And this person wants stuffed rockfish. You know, and five, six different sides. They had me all over the place. I'm talking about a mess. You know what I mean? And I was stressing myself out really bad. And you know, it was just a lot of old habits of trying to do too much and just try to get all the money, killing myself. You know what I mean? Like now I'm at a point where I realize I can only do so much by myself because I'm 95% a one man show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just want to tell the people that be watching this, I, I, I appreciate those who are patient with me you know, when I do what I do, you know what I mean? Because it's not easy cooking this stuff. And, you know, you live in Brooklyn and this person live in Orange Mills and all around the Beltway, but I do the best that I can. But the beginning days were definitely complicated because I didn't know what I was doing. I just was cooking all the stuff that was easy to me, the best that I could. And, you know, I felt like they were like definitely the winners. You know what I mean? I want to take it back to those days, but definitely simplify it. You know what I mean? And bring it all back. But I just love what I do, man. You know, like I generally, I, I, I really have found something that I enjoy and I'm super grateful, you know, and I'm at peace with myself. You know, I'm really at peace. Man, that's awesome, right? So now you, you're going through the beginning days you kind of getting the attraction, right? Yes, sir. How, how long did it take for you to really get in your groove, like you said, to start figuring out the business side and for it to really get in a good flow for you? Almost a year, brother, you know? Okay. Almost, almost, almost a year because it was, it was like, you know, I know the business was to come, but I was all over the place. Like, you know, it's before COVID, you know, I was thinking brick and mortar, but then with that, you got so many different responsibilities. You know what I mean? Then it was the food truck. Then I felt like, oh, food truck, like I want to be like a nice fancy spot. You know what I mean? But then the more and more I learned and even some of the mistakes people may have made that I picked up on, I think I kind of found out what's going to work best for me when I get on the business side of it, you know? So a lot of trial and error, which everybody's going to go through whatever they're doing, you know what I mean? Before you like really start to work the kinks out and I've done it, you know, I've, um, I've been blessed to have like, you know, when I started, like so many people were happy me doing what I was doing, you know, my family would put something together and say, you know, Chef Rattles gonna be at such and such place and everybody, they ain't kid, I could have had, I could have had cotton candy. Yeah. Just to see me doing something else. You know what I mean? They were happy yeah. to see me do it, you know? And um, 
waited for hours for that stuff. Cause once again, I was just trying to do too much. I want to do it all by myself, you know, but um, I think I've pretty much worked those kinks out and I get better and better every day I go, you know? Yeah. You know, that's awesome, man. What I love too, what you just said was you figured out what worked best for you. Because I think sometimes people can get caught up and jump out too fast. I want the truck. I want the brick and mortar. But it may not fit your style of how you go about your daily basis. And you may just get yourself into something that may be too much for you or just too out of your personality groove. You know what I mean? Right. Well, um, you're taught, taught in school that um, in a restaurant business, in a restaurant business, it's like, it's a high percentage, like 90 something percent will fail within the first year or two. You know, um, you may be a great cook home, you know, your palate, you know, is not like anybody else's palate. So what may taste good to you may not taste good to this person. Like you have to learn, like even when it comes to seasoning food, you can't season food to your liking. You know, you got to think about the masses. That's good. That's good. You know, so what works for you may not work for a lot of other people. And that, that just will come in time for anybody that's starting out like me, going through certain things, that, um, you know, that's working them kinks out and figuring out certain things, you know, so. Now, what is a normal day like for you, right? When we're talking about putting your whole entrees out. Is it like a night field of preparation or early morning preparation? What is those days like for you when you're putting these orders together? So I'm going to be honest with you, right? That's one of the things I need to work more on, and that's, that's the preparation thing. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a for, for scratch guy, you know? I want to make everything from scratch. Like, I don't really believe in the shortcuts and there's nothing wrong for those who however they may do what they do. I'm just saying personally for me, I just like fresh ingredients, you know? So I normally will start off my day early in the morning in a restaurant store, just trying to pick out the best things that they have. I'm gonna go look at the seafood to see what just came in. You know, I was taught in school 17 plus years ago to get a, um, to have a relationship with like your local fish monger, right? Oh, wow. So even in like one of the stores I frequent much, uh, I remember my first days going in there, this, this gentleman and I, we had a conversation. It was my, like my first day in there. And I said, man, in time, you'll hear a lot about me. You know what Ooh. I mean? I jumped out there, you know what I mean? And I'm like super excited. And I'm still super excited today, even more, you know? But, um building them relationships and you know you want you want to for me I want to find the best stuff I can find to get to my customer you know and I want to try to you know I try to mimic the first dish dish to the last like you know and it's kind of hard but I think I'd be pretty good doing it like I'm a madman in the kitchen like my mother you know she'll laugh at this you know anytime she'll come over she'll be around watching me do what I do Right. In my head, I, you know, I can have something on a grill. I can have something in the oven. I can have something on the stove. Mm. Right. But I know in my head when this should come out, when that need to be checked, you know, it's just, it's just the way that I work. 
You know what I mean? Wow. You'll see me all over the place, but I got it. You know what I mean? And I think now they know, like, he definitely got it. Like, you know, it's, it's the proof is in the pudding. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like an artist. You're like an artist. Just Absolutely. And everybody trying to figure out what is he doing? What is he doing? And then all bang. over the place. But I enjoy it. Like, I like, I like, you know, I'm gonna tell you something, brother, right? Like, it's been times when I was in, you know, I was in prison, right? I will always take a job in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. Because I prepared for the day. I said, God, keep me here. And I have a chance to get to where I'm at today and do this. I will push myself, you know, and I would take on the, the biggest task possible, you know, and wow. for some, you know, they would say I'm doing too much, but me, I want to see what I can do before I tap out. You know what I mean? Like, I want to take on the biggest challenge possible. I'm going to learn something from it. You know, I want to see the reaction from people. You know, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, when I was away, the officers, right, they would see me cook so much stuff. Like, I was the go-to guy, right? So, you know, a, a chef is taught to take the simplest things and make it something great, you know, make it to something great, right? Mm -hmm. So in there, you don't have much, you know what I mean? And I remember taking packs of cookies, right? Because I don't went to the kitchen and I don't found baking soda. And I've wow. used baking soda for many things in my life, you know what I mean? And I know it's a leavening agent, right? So I would crush these cookies, cookies up until I get like a dust, like flour. And I would add baking soda, milk, other stuff, pop it in a microwave. And I was making cakes, <laughs> you know what I mean? From cookies, you know what I mean? I find some apples. I tell everybody, bring the apples back. Cause we ain't had pineapples. I would slice these apples up, put them in a bowl, butter, brown sugar, sprinkle with salt, pour the batter on top, apple upside down cake, take the white icing and make, um, icing with it, put it in a bag, just my piping bag, take the tip, you know what I mean? And these officers would actually let me stay out the cell all night long and just cook because I was at peace by myself, you know what I mean? Wasn't bothering nobody. And I kind of kept all the brothers like good, like their little treats and stuff, you know what I mean? So it was, you know, those were the days, you know what I mean? So. Man, it, it was like, you knew you were using your imagination to get you somewhere where you wasn't at the moment, but you knew where you were going. Absolutely. Absolutely. To a certain degree, brother, you know, like I say, you know, um, being in those places, a lot of us, we were going in and you find your best talents when everything is taken from you. You know what I mean? When you just can't do what you want to do. And now you have to use what you have, which is the bare minimum. You know what I mean? And you 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 discover things, you know what I mean? And for me, like I said, it was just it was just cooking and making stuff, man. I, I like bumping into guys and hearing stories, right? Especially I see guys, you know, when I was in and they say, man, I just remember you would make such and such. You just had to have this and that. And you, it would come up like this and I'm like, dang, I did that. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm just, I tell you, brother, like I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, happy and motivated. Like, you know, I want to 
I want to do something different for our town. We just give people just just good food. You know what I mean? Just I right, give them a good plate, and they happy, and, they, and, and, and you know, and they mention it or whatever, or they just happy with the meal. I feel good. You know what I mean? And that's what keeps me going. Man, that's awesome, man. Talk about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Um, you collaborated and started cooking. You've made like so many dishes that you gave to the homeless. Talk mm. about how that event came about and what, you know, how it all went down and the success of it. Well, uh, well, I'm going to tell you something, right? So growing up like I grew up and doing the things that I used to do, I would just, I remember time thinking when I was away, like guys like us, we don't have retirements. You know what I mean? And I remember my grandfather dying. And before he did, is him being so, you know, he was broke. You know, you know what I mean? And just doing the best he could at an old age. And I just thought to myself, like, that could be me. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, that could be me at the rate that I'm going, if God allowed me to live to be that old. You know, and at this time when I did it, it's just, you know, it's, I just wanted to do something for somebody else. Like I didn't go and talk to people, you know, wasn't supposed to be really mentioned, you know, but as a good brother, I'd be more bullies. Yeah. You know, we were the light we were in together. And he said, man, I want to just give back to the city. I said, brother, I've been thinking about that myself, you know, and he helped me out with it, you know, helped put everything together. I cooked the food. And I just took it down there to him, and I felt good just sitting down there with these people that's going through something at this time in their life, you know, and some of them I was able to talk to, you know, and, you know, then you have, excuse me, some that you really couldn't, probably mental illness thing or whatever they're going through with at the time or whatever, right? And um, a lot, you know, more than the majority was super happy. I remember one of the guys seeing the tray, and we looked at it, he said, man, this is a big boy tray, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I said, that's what's up, bro. I said, man, I'll be back. Like, I'll see y'all soon. You know, I'm going to make this a part of what I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm going to get this food down here at home. You know what I mean? It's, it can be yeah. done. It don't take much. and just take some time out your day. You know what I mean? And I want to do that for them, you know? How many, how many platters? Do you remember how many platters you put together? Because it was like 30, 40, man. It was a lot of them. Yeah, it was definitely about, uh, it was just under 50 trades that we took down there. I thought it was a lot more than that, but yeah, just under 50 trades. Now talk about what you gave them because you didn't skimp. It wasn't no little skimpy stuff. <laughs> no, so I had, um, uh, I bought some uh, some chicken breasts. So um, I gave them some, um, I braised them to make it super tender, right? Um, I braised some chicken breasts with a barbecue sauce. I gave them some um, broccoli. I was thinking on a nutritional tip, right? I know you need uh, rice for carbohydrates. You know what I mean? Um, the vitamins and stuff that you would have in broccoli, right? And I didn't steam them too. I don't like where it's always super soft, but I ain't make it too hard, but you get some kind of nutritional value out of it. And in uh, the chicken breast, which is protein. You know what I mean? So. I just try to make them something that would taste good and it would be beneficial to their body as well for the, you know, for that time, for that night, you know, and hopefully they ate it and felt good and, and slept well that night, you know. 
That was awesome, man. That was awesome. And then so after that event was over, how did you feel inside, man? Because I know you had to be full of joy, man. I was, you know, I was, I was happy, you know what I mean? And um, my mom had called me and she was like really excited about it, you know what I mean? So, you know, I just, you know, like I said, I just felt good that I was able to get down there to them people, you know, that me having, you know, wasn't going to get anything to eat that night. Like, you know, can't imagine, you know what I mean? So I just, one of the things that I definitely, not that I'm going to do, well, that I'm going to do is, make that something in my life where as though I can find a way to like maybe create something where as though I can give back with some of the things that I've built up and, you know, cause I, I cook food, so it's nothing to me. You know what I mean? You know, I'll have a team soon, you know, when I get on the business side of things and a lot more help. You know, I just, come on guys, let's put this stuff together and let's go hit the streets. You know what I mean? I come from there, you know what I mean? Make these guys feel good, happy, give them something nice, you know? and. You know, stuff like that, so. Man, man, that's super dope. And I'm excited to see the growth of it because as much positivity as we can push, man, I'm all for it, man. You know what I mean? I'm all for getting the word out, even getting down there, you know, helping out hands-on as well. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, before we go, let us know what's next for you what's what's next in your in your view that we should be looking out for what's next is um i'm hoping within the next 60 days i'll be all the way legit right i have a a gentleman in um sacramento california that's building some incredible food trailers it's basically a food truck on wheels you know what i mean and i took the option of not having it closed in i want it open you know what I mean? Because I want people to see their food being prepared. You know what I mean? And um, it has everything on it. Um, this 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 unit is able to produce food for hundreds of people at a time. You know, so even when we said I flew up um, to Sacramento just to meet him, I've been following him for a while. His name is G Stacks on Instagram, okay. right? Um, G Stacks Custom Grills, great brother, like super positive energy. Trying to see you win. You know, this brother tell you, man, I don't care what you got, bring what you have, we're gonna get started. You know, so, but um, yeah, this unit is able to produce food for hundreds of people at a time. Um, I'm gonna try my best to assemble the best team possible. You know, I'm, I'm looking for like highly motivated people that has an interest in culinary arts, you know, or just wanna cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I teach them whatever I can, but just try to put something together nice for us so we can make some money, sustain, and just do something different. You know what I mean? Man, that's going to be awesome. So you'll also be able to, that, that'll make you mobile, right? So you can do Absolutely. certain. Oh, man. Yeah, so maybe some tailgating, you know, private events. You know, I get a lot of um, calls for like, uh, private chef duties and stuff like that. You know, some of them are many miles away. I'm grateful for that. You know, people taking an interest in me now, you know, so I can do many things. The, the, the best thing, like I said, this was working out the kinks, was um, getting this thing built and getting the overhead out the way. You know what I mean? So it's like, it'll be paid for, I own it. You know, and um, 
I feel I have the skill to make it work, you know, and if nobody is there, rain, sleet, or snow, I'm, I'm going to be there, you know, yeah. and I'm going to make it work, you know, so. Man, that's super dope, man. So two things before we go. Yes, Let everybody know how they can support you, where they can find you, your hours of operation, your schedule, and then we're going to end on a word of encouragement before you go. Well, on Instagram, it's um, underscore chef, underscore R-E-L-L, underscore. I'm working on uh, the Facebook page as we speak. Normally, my hours of operation where I'll start delivering is um, between 3 and 4 o'clock in the evening. Some days I offer breakfast. I try to get that done not uh, five days out the week. I might do it once or twice because it becomes too much on me. Okay. You know, and um, you know, my phone number's on my page as well. Awesome, awesome. And just give us that word of encouragement for people that may be thinking about getting started, keeping going, whatever you have inspired in your heart, man. And we're gonna end on that word. I just want um I just want, you know, the brothers and sisters, you know, especially my, my younger brothers out there, you know, that um come from where I come from or wherever they may come from you know, to um, follow their dream, you know what I mean? And like really chase that dream and put their all and effort into it. You know, like we may spend time doing so many other different things, like chase what you really believe that you think you can do and it'll happen, you know? And that's what's been working for me, you know? I encourage people to um, follow their dreams, brother, you know, and push hard, you know? Mm. That's awesome. Well, Chef Ro, I appreciate you coming on the Winner's Circle dropping gems, man. Yes, sir. So awesome, man. I'm appreciative, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. All right. Peace, love, and blessings. Enjoy your night. All right, you too, bro. Take care. Awesome.